We're talking about reward and punishment and reconnection. So that was the theme. So Jesus relates to God as a father, and that's clear. Like, it couldn't be more clear. Like, you can't really argue that Jesus and, and the father related to one another as father and son. Um, and I was thinking about how we relate to him and how influenced we are by our culture and our experiences and our parenting or how we were parented. Uh, because there's this technique. So Anchor and I, are obviously, we've just had Ollie. Um, and we're thinking about parenting techniques, and Anchor does all the homework, and then I catch up really, really slowly. But there's this technique called respectful parenting. Um, and this is not a, some sort of this is better than other techniques, because every family's different, every parent's different, every child's different. We're trying it. The ethos is that there are no rewards and there are no punishments. Okay? And some of you are sort of like a little smile on the... And that's what I had when Anchor was like talking to me about it. It's not going to work, love. Like, how, how else are you going to manipulate them to do what you want them to do? Um, there are still firm boundaries, okay, which was I got to at the end of the conversation when <laughs> I'd finally stopped talking and started listening. Um, there are still firm, safe boundaries, and those stay, and there are still natural consequences, all right? So it's not super hippie, but no rewards, no punishments. So... I really struggled with it to start with. But the thing is that that's not just it. The, the focus then is, is that's what you don't do. But the focus, what you do is you stay connected with them throughout whatever they are struggling with, whatever they are finding hard and they're telling you with their behavior when they are having an outburst. They're really, really struggling. But you stay connected with them throughout the whole time. The whole time. So there is no separation as punishment. There's no disconnection as punishment, all right? It's not like, come back when you've sorted yourself out as if they know how to do that yet. I don't know how to do that yet. Um, side note, Hebrews 11, 5 to 6 does say, God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Those of you who went there, I know, yes, I see it all. Ah, but what about Hebrews 5 to 6? There's two versions of this which I find really interesting. One says, God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. The whole thing is if you believe in him and pursue time with him. The message version says, it's impossible to please God apart from faith, but why? Because anyone wants to approach God must believe both that he exists, so by faith, and this version says that he cares enough to respond to those who seek him. Right, he cares enough to respond. It's a difference to he rewards those who seek him. He exists, and he, and he actually really wants to have that father. It's, a, it's like he responds to the needs of his kids. And the more I think about the parables, Jesus told uh, us constantly about what the kingdom was like. I think, I think God is a respectful parent, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> He's way ahead of 2021 in the phases, but there are some elements that I think really reflect his heart. So, I think that we've linked or because of how we were parented ourselves or how our justice system is structured, how our culture is structured, there's so much in our formative years in us as well and in how we're raising this next generation potentially that is like failure equals separation, basically. 
Okay, and again, this is not a criticism of parenthood. It's way beyond. It's like what's gone into us and what is like the layers of our minds that have been in that formative is subconscious. When we think we get it wrong, we believe somewhere that we are not good enough to be with either someone that loves us or someone that is, is meant to be the one that's always there. It's separation, fear of separation, fear of consequence, fear of punishment. I still sense it in me a lot of the time. Like I've been really working hard to undo this stuff. And as I've been doing it, uh, discipleship stuff and, and sharing it and praying through it, layers of this have come off. And like, it's only recently I've actually started to believe when I have time with those who are like my spiritual fathers. I've only actually started to believe now that they actually want to be with me. Like there's the, that's the desire in their heart to be with me. Not that I'm earning or I've got to come with a list of things I've done well or not done well. And like, that's discipleship. And it's like, well, yes, but the context of everything in your relationship is the connection. That is what does not change. That is what does not go away. And that was never my foundation underneath all this other stuff that I wanted to work through and go through. And I'm building that foundation. And I don't know if any of it resonates with you, but I think that's, it's part of the building of it stronger and stronger, that foundation of he is always there. Like if I, I was thinking about Ollie and, and just how much I love to be with him and, I try not to cry too much. But the more we've gone on and the more we've used this, these techniques and built connection first and then dealt with the behavior, the more I've felt my heart focus on the connection. And that's how it works, isn't it, with this stuff. When, you, when your focus is in line with God's heart, it's not so much about ticking boxes and the legal stuff and this technique, that technique but your heart aligns with his and then it becomes more like your heart and you value what he values and you can flow together in it. It's really, really beautiful. So I've sensed it a little bit. I'm way, way behind Anka, who is way behind some of you probably, but we're getting there. But some bullet points. We are wired to earn rewards and avoid punishment. little thing about the natural consequences as well of course there are still natural consequences in our lives god i don't think rewards us or punishes us but when you stay connected to him i think there's benefits huge benefits of being close and becoming more like he is but it's a different focus if you see what i mean it's a different angle to it and of course when you if you don't want to spend time with him and be with him and then there are natural consequences of things in his heart that don't rub off on you and you don't get to enjoy because you just don't, if you don't want to be in with us, okay. Like that's the kind of dad he is. Like he's always there if you want him, if you need him. We, uh, so with food, for example, right? All the uh, respectful parenting technique. We don't force feed him. Like I used to have, I used to clamp my jaw shut when I was like three. And my mom told me stories that she used to, prize my jar open and shove food in it and I flipping love food now but <laughs> but that perhaps wasn't respectful parenting um so now when he's done and he's like no I'm not eating anymore we say okay but there's nothing else after and if you want anything else this is what we've got for you so he literally just okay he finished all and he shoves his plate and goes nothing else like, okay <laughs> all right Exactly. 
can I have a treat, Daddy? About five minutes later, can I, can I have something else? He comes, does a little wonder. Look, he knows where the snack bars are. Uh, no, darling, you didn't finish. And, you know, we say, you finish what you've got and there's nothing else after. So it's like, it's a natural consequence. As well, the natural consequence is, if he doesn't eat that, he's going to be hungry. Uh, I'll deal with the natural consequence of him waking up at five because he's hungry. But that's it, isn't it? I don't really have to punish him for not finishing his food. It's like, he'll be hungry. And he'll learn when he's grown up a little bit. So there are natural consequences anyway. I don't think I need to tell you, any of you, that life is not already hard enough with the natural consequences of the, the mistakes or the things that we do right or wrong. It's already hard enough without thinking that there's a dad who's going to then punish you for those wrong mistakes as well. Um, but anyway, I hope some of this is like connecting because I, I, like I say, I've gone on a journey with it and I connect a lot with this stuff. I'm afraid of separation, not being good enough, not getting it right. And I'm working on it. And ultimately, I, I had this. This is the statement. This is the, I was afraid that I would not be good enough to be with him, essentially. I think that powers a lot of the time that I struggle to spend with him when I'm having a bad week, in inverted commas. My instinct is not, oh, I'll run to dad. <laughs> I'll run to dad and we'll connect and we'll have a beautiful time. Um, it's probably more like, you're not going to enjoy me right now. Or Do you know what I mean? I think you get it. Um, but anyway, I'm finishing now. This is where I want to go. David, Psalm 139, verse 8. David knew this. He says, if I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. I don't think he was doing a commentary on omnipotence. I don't think that was the, the point of his focus. I don't think he was doing a theology thing. In the context of the whole other thing where he's talking about his connection with the Father and with God, I think he knew that I think he knew that if he was there in hell, God would be there because he was there. God would be there just to be with David. He'd go to hell just to be together with him. And that was one of the last things that Jesus said was, look, I'll be with you till the end. I'll be with you to the end of days. I'll be with you to the end of time. It's a non-negotiable. And I think part of it, it's something we know, but it, sometimes we can measure our reactions and it, it, we don't know it yet. I don't really fully know it yet and there's layers to it. Um, because I think there are some child parts of our brains and our, our minds that need to receive this in a childlike way because that's where it's formed, that's when it's formed. Um, these instincts and these reactions. So I'm just going to play this, this song that uh, me and Ollie have been listening to in the car. Uh, I heard this one by accident. It's Jesus Loves Me, This I Know. And I heard this version by accident because, you know, you ask Siri to play you something and he does what he wants. <laughs> but I actually really like this one. So I would invite you to just close your eyes and just let it sink in and then I'm going to pray at the end. It is, a, it is a beautiful version. I just want to pray now. If, you've had, uh, if you feel that pain of separation or if you felt that pain of disconnection or of not being desired, 
of not having the Father want to be with you or not thinking or really believing that he does, I just want to pray with you now. If lockdown's triggered that for you as well, disconnection, and that's made it even more painful, I want to lift you up as well. Father, thank you for, uh, thank you for the child in all of us that is your son and your daughter. And we just speak healing to that part of us now, Lord, that still might believe a little bit that we are not good enough or not worthy or you don't want to be with us for any reason. We just say together, Father, that is a lie. We know it's a lie. We want it to move deeper as a foundation within us, Father, that you are our dad. You will be with us. You will and are with us. Lord, you would go to the depths with us just to be there together, wherever we're at, Father. Thank you so much for your connection, your constant connection with us. Your constant value of our relationship above everything else. Thank you that you're a dad that loves to be with me, be with us. You love time with us. So we just pray healing in Jesus' name over that child in us that has maybe not experienced that in our culture or in our upbringing or whatever. We just pray healing now in Jesus' name so that we could actually know deeper that Father's heart that you have for us, Lord. And we just pray for connection again, sparks of new connections, reconnection with you, with one another. We'd be able to reconnect with one another in new ways. Amen. Amen.